Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Hey everyone, hope everyone is doing well. Uh, William Hemsworth here. Welcome back to the Bible Catholic channel here on YouTube. And if you listen to the audio, welcome back to the podcast. God bless you all. And again, thank you for joining me. Uh, Today I wanted to talk about idolatry. Now, idolatry is a huge problem today. Now, the Old Testament prophets, they have a lot to say to us about this topic. So that's what we're talking about. What the Old Testament prophets have to say to us in today, today's day and age, about idolatry. So in their time, they were speaking the words of Yahweh to a people who were utterly lost and trying to find their own way. So they had been rescued from slavery in Egypt, and they were led in, they were led into the promised land by Yahweh. Time and again, the people of Israel strayed from the Lord. And time and again, the Lord stayed faithful and loved them with an everlasting love. One of the issues that the prophets consistently spoke against was the issue of idolatry. I mean, it was consistent. The issue is still true today in our lives, and in the church. And thus, the message of the prophets is just as relevant now as it was then. So over the course of this uh, audio and this video, I'm going to go over a couple examples from the prophets, uh, the background surrounding it, and how it's applicable today. So one of the prophets that comes to mind with the issue of idolatry is the prophet Jeremiah. Chapter 2 of his book is a good example of of this. Jeremiah uses marital language to highlight the idolatry that the people have committed. The first 19 verses of of that chapter, of course, chapter 2 is what we're talking about here. The first 19 verses of that chapter recalls the purity that the bride Israel had with her husband, Yahweh, the Lord. In verse 20, the people are called a whore that went under every green tree. The people are called a donkey in heat in Jeremiah 2.24. But the people ultimately say that they prefer the foreigner and will go after them. That's in verse 25. This would also include the foreign nation's way of life and their gods. The image of the green tree is a highly significant. It's highly significant to Jeremiah's argument of idolatry among the people. Green trees were emblematic of a goddess in the region of Judah and the surrounding nations. There's also some evidence that the green tree imagery indicates worship of the gods Ashur and Ishtar, 
the people chased after the promises of false gods instead of the one who saved them. There are many more examples of idolatry in Jeremiah. But what I gave you is a good example. Now, the next prophet I want to, want to look at is the prophet uh, Micah, specifically in Micah chapter 3. So Micah 3.11 describes a horrible sin that the priests were committing. It describes priests teaching for a price and prophets practicing uh, divination for money. Micah gives a scathing indictment of the priest and the prophets for twisting the words of the Lord and perverting them for economic gain. In ancient Judaism, the role of the priest and prophet placed essential roles. They played essential roles as intermediaries between Yahweh and the people. The priests performed essential functions, and the prophets heard their message directly from Yahweh. Yet, here they are. They're abusing this sacred charge, and they were committing, committing economic idolatry. Money had become their god instead of what they were called to do. Now, these are two examples that I've given from the prophets, and there are many more. I mean, you can look to Ezekiel, Isaiah, and etc. But what about today? All right, idolatry is just as much a problem now as it was in the time of the prophets. I'd argue even more so. A simple definition of idolatry is whatever you cling and look to for security. We're called to place God above all things, but idolatry places something else in the place of God. The passage that we went over from Jeremiah 2 may seem hard to place in today's context. However, one only need to examine their life to see that we have betrayed the faithful Lord more often than we think. As the Israelites chased after the false promises of fertility goddesses, many in our church today chase after the false promise that sex will make them be accepted. Or sex and womanizing is as much an act of idolatry as worshiping an image of Ishtar. Okay, in that we're putting that in place of God in our lives. Now, some may say that the sins mentioned are not a problem. But there's always something else that Satan is dangling. It could be the constant need to be busy. A career. Or even social media. Or YouTube, for example. The passage from Micah 3 highlights the idolatry of money. Money is something that we all need to survive. Okay, we all need it. It's needed to pay bills, feed our families, and to fund ministries. However, there is a reason that St. Paul calls the love of money the root of all evil in 1 Timothy 6.10. Sometimes we fall into the trap of thinking that all we need is more money to make us happy. The fact is that true happiness can only be found in God, and the idolatry of money leaves one unhappy no matter how much money is attained. The priests in Micah 3.11 were able to be bribed to do things, and the prophets took pay to serve uh, favorable oracles. The sin of economic idolatry is one that can easily creep into the church into the church leadership, and really it has through history. 
unfortunately, or at least it seems, the most popular preachers have succumbed to this. They tell people what they want to hear and fail to rightly preach scriptures, and as a result, they don't preach the gospel. Now, this leads to those This leads to those who rightly correct them, because that has to happen. However, this sin does not stop with the leaders. As the leaders spread this message to the congregation, and it proliferates, it goes on and on and on. The message of these prophets must be heeded to guide people to truth. Okay, they're in the scriptures for a reason. The world is turning more and more hostile to the faith, and there are more potential idols than ever before. Idolatry is a real threat to the church and the souls that it seeks to save. Through the Holy Spirit, of course. The message of the prophets rings true today. And we need to hear more about idolatry. In Micah 3, the sins of the priests and the prophets were judged with the destruction of the temple. Likewise, the church today will have its faithfulness judged in the same light. Is it faithful to God and leading souls to Him? Is it a faithful bride to Christ? Or is there an idol that has been placed ahead that will destroy the church? Idols are not a thing of the past. But vanquishing idols is a pathway to the future. I'll leave you with the words of St. John in 1 John 5, 21. He simply says, Dear children, steer clear of idols. Everyone, God bless you. Thank you for joining me today for this brief video about idolatry. Um, hope it hits a nerve, really. Because we all have something that we've placed ahead of God at one point or another. God bless you. Have a great day. This is Kevin O'Brien of EWTN's Theater of the Word. I'm excited also to teach middle school and high school literature, speech, and drama with homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider. Your student can meet with me online for a live interactive class. Whether you take apologetics with John Martinoni or grade school with Jackie De La Viaga or any of the other 400 plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com, online Catholic learning for your homeschooling family is available for you.